0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Life with Monica Matthews. Somebody's got to say it. Okay, so recently I shared a podcast regarding lewdness and indecency and in kind of the way of our country at the moment. And this was the scene that uh, preempted someone pouring beer from their hind end. You ready, ready, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Yeah, Perfect. <laughs> yeah, can I let me drink it out of there now? Yeah. So, as you can imagine, this is a very attractive perfected hind end young lady who is standing at a bar with her backside toward the patrons and she has plopped something in her hind end that will allow for a cup to remain in place and she is now pouring beer from a uh, what is that from a tap into this cup and she is serving beers This way, so I posted, I I retweeted this particular tweet on Twitter, and then it turned into a people could not believe their eyes, and then some more people than not were aghast, but there were a few who just simply mocked it. Actually, more than a few, and because we don't know what to say, we just tend to make fun of things, and we cannot believe that people would stoop to that level. But if you'll remember, a lot of these lewd things began. With none other than one of my colleagues, Howard Stern, many years ago on his radio program where we could all watch Robin giggling, hee, hee, ha, ha, and laughing with young ladies straddling, you know, the microphone, uh, passing gas. Somehow that was funny. And how do I know it sold? Because Howard went on to and continues to be one of the most widely listened to radio personalities in the history of radio. So apparently this sells, Right. I said there is a huge, there's a huge grave consequence, a natural consequence to this type of animalistic sensuality. If you look around, you can see that we're a very sensual country, right? Uh, Someone also retweeted uh, something along the same lines with another girl pouring, you know, beer out of her hind end. And he said, this is why terrorists hate us. And I said, amen. This is why I retweeted it, to get people's attention that when things become this vile, it is offensive to a group of religious people. It should be offensive to anyone with decency. And even though you can't see that a... Uh, extreme Muslim jihadist has any form of decency because he's willing to blow things up and cut things off and all of that. Believe me when I tell you there is a very solid rooted sense of justification whenever it comes to their religiosity. And they do seek to oppress and for some sense of decency. Also, mind you, though, there's a little hypocrisy there in that the Middle East has a very, very, very high rate of uh, gay porn downloads. So go figure. Because anytime something gets away from the liberation of the actual sensuality of God and the freedom of God within the context and the confines of order of God, you're going to have extremes. The natural consequence Of a lewd society That is completely demoralized To the point where we are at our base sensuality Every second of the day And how do I know that? Because we mock There's nothing you can turn on HBO or Showtime That is not going to have some type of illicit sex Some type of um, of cursing that, that That would just make your skin crawl Okay there's nothing in our entertainment world that we have not taken down to its base form of existence, okay? And in the, in the in scriptures tell you that we have two places from which we can live. It's either in our base or carnal nature, which is our animal nature. We do have that. Or we can live from our spirit nature, which is our higher nature, right? Look around, pouring beer from your butt, from a funnel in your butt, in your butt. I think Eddie Murphy has a song about that, it is not your spiritual higher nature. Okay. My trip to Italy recently, and many of you followed with me on Twitter, which I love, really opened my eyes to the fact that we miss out on a lot of tangible organic beauty around us. We are we are created to be sensual, to test, to to taste, and to touch, and to feel and to smell. Right, Because that's a part of our senses. And God wired us that way. And they're, and they're beautiful things to behold and to exercise. But we've become lazy. All of those sensual things have become tactile only through our imagination, through our eyes and our ears. And that is going to be a real detriment to this country in the coming days. And the church has not done a very good job of encouraging people to relate to God on that level either. Because we're so concerned with heaven or hell, even after receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior, that you forget to go back and walk through the garden with God during the cool of the day. And let him point things out to you that you would not otherwise see because the world around you is not wired to allow you to see it. So you have to make a choice. You're going to have to take the risk involved with setting yourself aside, getting outside of your comfort zone, traveling to places you've never been, engaging with people you have never engaged with before, touching and tasting and seeing and feeling and smelling things that, that are organic to his creation in order to really foster that fundamentally wired organic appreciation for sensual things. Otherwise, you're going to continue to foster generations after us that are eventually going to wake up and they are waking up your kids and grandkids are waking up to the fact that all of this disorder all of this chaos all of the lawlessness government not being held accountable at very high levels uh, the uh, debasement of women for generations and all me too movements coming about a lot of light a lot of light being shown on darkness and if you don't have actual light to share with your kids and your grandkids and the generations to come and how to dispel all of this darkness, to forgive this darkness, to move past this darkness, to know that their light shines brighter than this darkness, they're going to reach for things that are rooted in oppression because they're going to signify and they're going to they're going to allow them to touch and taste and feel something in the tangible that's applicable to their daily lives, whether it's kneeling three times a day on a mat to the east, whether it is much more stringent religious practices, whether they take up their own swords and their own bombs and strap them to their chest because they believe in a life hereafter that requires that of them because that is the concept of law and order. This may seem completely outlandish to some of you, but I promise you what I'm telling you is very accurate. We are wired for order. We are wired for decency. Where are we going to restore our beauty, to restore our eyesight and our ears? Why have we accepted lust over love? Lust always takes remember that and when we are unable to receive because no one is feeding us a live breathing beautiful sensual in a holy sense gospel who is feeding that to us there's only so much fear the human mind and heart is going to take there's only so much fear of hell and damnation and destruction that someone's going to be able to take before they either jump in the oppression or or they jump completely out and become their own god. You know, as an artist, the other thing I I was reminded of on this trip is that it's imperative for me to take time to get away and reconnect with the beautiful things of this world. And, more importantly, the things greater than this world. So that I can bring beauty back to you guys to inspire, because that's what artists are supposed to be doing. We're supposed to inspire the world around us to greater things, to things beyond this place, right? And that, and fantasy really is okay sometimes within the realm of, of holiness or uh, creativity, right? And with righteousness, there's a whole other existence out there that is pure and beautiful and kind and orderly and decent. And so, if I'm not reconnecting to bring that back to you, how can we expect you? To reconnect to things that are greater than you But I do have an expectation That you will take some time And that you will honor your creator By taking time to seek him And you will find Okay Follow me on Twitter At Monica On Air Talk Subscribe to my podcast On iTunes and other podcast mediums Encourage your friends to do the same Sign up for my newsletters At MonicaMatthews.com You can also shoot me a Dear Monica letter At Monica at MonicaMatthews.com I love you Have a great day I love others beginning your own mirror, please. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.